what you couldn't get. There we go. Hey, good people. Welcome to Driven in Purpose. I am your host, Alice Marie Robinson. And your co-host, Tyrese D. Parnell Sr. So we're so excited that you could join us again for Driven. We have an amazing guest with us on today. Um, for those that are just watching for the first time, let me give you a little Q&A of what Driven in Purpose is about. It's about meeting kingdom-minded people that are driven in purpose and those that are trying to still find their drive. Um, you're going to meet people that are going to give you their testimonies on how they reach their potential in God and how they stayed there. And so today, our guest on today, I'm going to have my co-host introduce our guest on today. Our guest is a none other than the pristine <laughs> Bishop Robert L. King Jr. of the United Apostolic Ministries in the, the city of Mobile, Alabama. Amen. So, Amen. so Driven and Purpose is crossing the states. Yes. So um, Yes. And really, we, we are so honored to a, have him with us via telecom on, on today. Uh, so, hey, Bishop, just, just greet greet the people real, real quick, if you don't mind. Well, greetings, every one of you. My name is uh, Bishop Robert King, Jr. I am a pastor at Chunchula Apostolic Ministries and the founding bishop of United Apostolic Ministries. And I'm excited about... Uh, uh, this podcast in the middle of trying to create one myself. So this is a good exercise yeah, for me. Awesome, and awesome. I'm glad to be here. Oh, awesome. We are glad to have you. We're so glad to have you. You know, um, it's amazing how God will give you um, his purpose for your life. And I know a lot of times we don't know exactly what we've been called to do or what we've been chosen to do. But we have those selective few, I'll use it like that, that God will download exactly what we're supposed to do. And so I'm glad that you have answered the call and said, ah, come on, Driven. And you said, I got you. And so I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that you allowed the Lord to say yes to your heart mm -hmm. and came on Driven. So I guess the first question we want to ask you, because I know we sent you, because um, I know you wanted to be prepared. Um, about, um, because we're talking about mental health, um, just give us a little um, background on um, your, uh, I don't want to say credentials because I hate that word, but <laughs> about your background on mental health. Okay. Uh, I, um, I remember <laughs> explicitly um, when I was deciding on what to go to college for. Um, it was one uh, fall day and I was in the backyard for following orders from my dad to rake up the straw that was falling from the pine trees. And so I was in maybe the 11th, 12th grade and, and I was like, well, what do I wanna do uh, with my life? What do I wanna do? And while I'm out there raking, uh, it's like, what do you like to do? What are you good at? And I thought about a few things, but it came back to what came natural to me. And what came natural was being able to listen to people, to hear people. And, you know, sometimes people talk 
and they don't understand the, their own words. They don't know what they're saying. And oftentimes they'll have the answer in what they're saying. And so uh, while I was thinking about this, you know, my thought went to counseling. Um, and so I, uh, I started moving towards psychology and uh, took psychology in high school. And uh, when I decided on a career, I said I was going to go into psychology. Um, and, you know, someone, uh, I don't know who it was, composed this saying to say, if you do something that you enjoy, uh, you'll never work a day in your life. And so uh, I'm not going to say that explicitly, but I have worked. But um, a lot of the work came easy yeah. because I enjoy uh, what I do. I've worked over my career. I've worked with people with mental illness, uh, people uh, living uh, with HIV and people who are experiencing homelessness. And all of those areas uh, needs, they need someone to talk to. And so I've worked in those areas to uh, try to help people that were living with mental illnesses, people living. And I, I like to start it in every uh, um, group that I've worked with. I don't say I work with mental ill patients or I work with homeless people. They're all people before they are their conditions. Yeah. So I work with people who have experienced mental illness or right. people who have experienced homelessness or people who are HIV positive. So right. I like to keep that human connection. And uh, so that's that's how I got into uh, mental health. And uh, it's been a blessing uh, to me. Even now as a pastor, having that background helps me uh, with uh, counseling and, you know, as a pastor, preaching is, is that's the easy part, uh, but counseling <laughs> and uh, helping those that need to work through their problems, that's, that's necessary. Yeah, yeah. So it's about not allowing, and I tell Apostle this a, a lot, not allowing your life situation to define who you are. Exactly. And a lot of times we allow our circumstances or our disabilities mm -hmm. to define who we are and that doesn't define us exactly and i think that's exactly what you're trying to do is to let the people know that hey this doesn't define who you are this is just a, an illness that you're dealing with mm -hmm. and i think a lot of times within i'll say the body of christ we don't like to deal with mental health wow. we don't like to to don't go get counseling i don't think you, you know and I believe because my uh, background is also psychology. Okay. I don't think we don't believe that you should go to counseling. A mm -hmm. lot of us don't believe that. I believe the spiritual and the natural go together. I believe you, you need to work on both to get the whole man. Yes. And a lot of times we don't want to um, tell people, yeah, go sit with the counselor. And I believe that it needs to be somebody that um, can understand where you're at mm -hmm. and that can meet you with the yeah. And I don't, I don't say just go to anybody. It has to be the right fit for you. And I think if we could understand that within the body, and that's what, one of the reasons why I was like, yeah, we definitely need to talk about this, that it's nothing to be ashamed about, mm -hmm. that you need to go sit and talk to somebody. And then if you need to take some medication for a while, take that medication for a exactly. while. Exactly. It's, it's okay. And I think that when we think about dealing with you know, different, you know, bipolar or schizophrenic, and they don't want to take their medication because they in the church, mm -hmm. take that medication. Mm 
Mm-hmm. It, it, it's important to do that because you want to be balanced. Wow. Mm-hmm. Get your balance. That's good. And if we can stop being judgmental exactly. in the body of Christ, we would see people, well, first of all, we see, see people sticking in the body of mm-hmm. Christ and not going out. And then, you know, we're not open. A lot of people are not open to homeless, homelessness people. And people with, I'll say people without a home. Right. Um, because they're different. But that's who we should be reaching out to first because those are in the house don't need to be healed, shouldn't necessarily always need to be healed. But those mm-hmm. are we're supposed to be going out into the byways, highways, and compelling the men to come. But we don't have a tendency we shun or we shy away from people that are different from us. And so I think what you do is amazing. I think what you, what you do awesome. is absolutely amazing. It takes a lot because I work for a funeral home mm-hmm. and I do some of the grief counseling there. And um, it takes different people to do this job because yes. it can be sometimes overwhelming, but it is a ministry. It is. I do. Um, I told the Lord, I said, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that you've given me this opportunity and the chance to be able to sit with somebody and for somebody to be able to talk to me and I have an ear to hear. So I think what you do is amazing. I think what you do is amazing. That's awesome. That's phenomenal. Now, hey, Bishop, um, how do you describe purpose and and how do you see yourself driven in it okay uh my definition for purpose is you know the creator establishes purpose Um, when 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 god makes anything think about you know uh the beginning of genesis uh, when he made the fruit-bearing trees, he gave them purpose. Mm-hmm. This is what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And of course, the tree not having free will can't deny or change his purpose. He's going exactly. to do what God so, created him to do. And so when we think about purpose for humankind, for us, you know, God has purpose for us as well. But the difference is he gave us free will so we can walk in our purpose or Uh we can walk contrary uh, to our purpose. Okay. The difference, the the main thing about being driven in it is you have to have sensitivity to the spirit of God. If you have sensitivity to where you can hear what God is saying, then you can move forward in the purpose that he created you for. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. I like when he talked about choosing. You have an opportunity. God has given you the opportunity to choose free will. Do you want to do what I have commissioned you to do? Mm -hmm. Or do you want to go your own way? I feel a lot of times, I know me, for me personally, when I didn't exactly know what God wanted me to do, mm-hmm. I didn't feel complete. Wow. I felt like I was out of step. Mm-hmm. And I, was, I wasn't happy. I was not. I wasn't content. And do you feel that sometimes people have that same feeling when they are not walking exactly how God has ordained them or or has commissioned them to do. How did you feel when you, if you ever can identify with that feeling, not knowing exactly 
what you were supposed to do or knew what you were supposed to do. But I was like, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm going to go my own direction and my own way. Because I've been there. We don't want to say it, but I've been there. When I was told, like, driven in purpose, I said, that ain't for me. I, I, I don't want to do that. Wow. Wow. And I fought with it for almost a year and a half to where I finally said, okay, I'm going to do what you told me to do. And then I found peace mm-hmm. in doing what he told me to do. That's so, the component that, that you just mentioned. That's that component. If you are, are contrary to your purpose, you're walking contrary to purpose, you cannot find peace. I don't care how good of a mattress you got. I don't care how well you think you sleep at night. Make your blame, you do not have peace when okay. you are not in your purpose. Wow. And then contrary, when you have purpose, you can have a crummy mattress and you can rest at night because you know that you are in the place where God yeah, called you to be. Yeah. And that peace of mind, it 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 trumps everything, yes, and and purpose being in your purpose gives you that peace of mind. It does. Oh wow! It does. It does. Oh, wow. It gives you. And you know, when God says go, when He says yes, I have solidified it. I have sealed it. Mm-hmm. Then you feel this drive, this push, that I have to get this done. I have to get this accomplished. And then it doesn't matter what Mm -hmm. comes your direction because I've had some, some big hurdles and I'm sure some people don't really, um, really like me at the moment, but that's, that's okay. But when you know what God has told you to do, Uh you have no choice, but to do it. And I think we miss God's opportunity moments. And I know what he told me the beginning Mm -hmm. of this year, Mm that what he was going to do in this season, he wasn't going to repeat again. This is not a do-over season. So whatever he's told you to do, now is the time to do it. And that's what Driven is about. God told me that Driven is about turning people's minds back toward him to remind them that they do have a purpose in him. And then not only that, but to remind them that you are his, that you belong to him. Yes. And to remind them that and that, he does have an expected end for them. It's just about them coming on in mm-hmm. and then tapping into what God has them to do. So this is what we're doing. This okay. is what you're part of is turning people's minds back to God and know that they do have a purpose in him wow. and that he does have a plan for their lives. So, man, that's amazing. All right. So, Bishop, how would you connect mental health and wellness with purpose? Uh, I think the main thing is, uh, you know, something that I just mentioned about the peace yeah. factor. Okay. Uh, the peace factor is is important in mental health okay. because it it lowers your level of stress. When you oh. can can get good rest, okay. then your stress level comes down. Okay. Stress is, you know, they call it the silent killer. Yes. yes. Right. Because stress, will, that's, that'll raise your blood pressure. That'll get your sugar out of whack. Wow. You, you know, you'll be way off course trying to live life, but having so much pressure on you and stress on you, you can't do what you should do. And wow. let me tell you, you know, people expect for me uh-huh. to have high blood pressure. Okay. But I don't. 
<laughs> I don't have. Well, I'm gonna tell you what. I had high blood pressure. My stuff was running high. <laughs> I don't have it no more. Okay. <laughs> but, it, okay. but it was through the roof. They was like, "Girl, either I walked around with a blood pressure cup. Mm -hmm. They had me with a blood pressure cup for about a week because they was like, you stroke level." But yeah. that was just because I was I wasn't walking when I was. You wasn't walking in purpose. Now I was. Now you know what I think we 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 forget that when we don't do what God tells us to do, we're sinning. We really mm -hmm. don't want to say it, but we we really are being disobedient. That's exactly so, right. Through my disobedience, my blood pressure was so so oh, wow. high. It was high. I was taking seven different pills, and nothing was bringing mm -hmm. it down. Mm -hmm. So I do agree with that. I agree with that stress. And not doing what you're supposed to do, it will it will send your blood pressure, your blood sugar. You know what? It'll make your body ache. It will. It will. You'll. And we don't you'll think have, it your points, your bones. <laughs> look at him. Look at him. You'll have pains like you've been working out and you haven't touched the gym because <laughs> you're just stressed and overworked and you. I mean, you just in a place that was where me. you shouldn't Woo! be. Yeah, because I was man. like, I was like, man, I went to get on the floor and I was crapping up. I was like, well, this is not working for so, so you know, <laughs> that's true. It felt like I was doing a full body workout. And that's because I was boxing with God. Exactly. I was, I was, I was doing a spiritual workout. Mm -hmm. so, so now, Bishop, you, you, you don't have high blood pressure. I don't have high blood pressure and I never had. I never had high blood pressure. Everybody needs to tap into the <laughs> <laughs> God willing, you know, if I stay in his will and do what he asked me to do, I never will have high blood pressure. And you know, that's true. Because oh, wow. when I said, okay, you know, and it's true. When I said okay. yes to Driven, mm -hmm. my blood pressure came down to normal. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's not, it's actually lower than kids. So, mm -hmm. But that's amazing when you oh, wow. really, and I didn't really think about that until wow. you said that, but when I said, yes, I'll do it. Uh -huh. I'm not going to fight against it. I went back to the doctor and he was like, your blood pressure, low, low. It's normal. Well, I mean, really though, look, looking at it, whenever you just submit and, and, and yield, it is so much easier. It is so much better. And 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 a then then really you you can actually excel further in in what God has uh, assigned you to do because now you you're you're not worried about nothing else. No, no, nothing else matters. Exactly. And and a calm what what may it doesn't even matter be because I am in this vein. Well, what he does is he when you yield, now your body is not going through all those mm -hmm. all of those changes. changes. That's exactly. And right. now you feel well. I got you. Mm -hmm. And now you can't do the task because I was like when I was standing up here uh -huh. trying to minister, I was like, man, I told Lady T what I said. My body is. Die. My feet were hurting, but when I finally now you see me wearing yeah. high heels because yeah. I could take the high heels because I couldn't do any, I couldn't do any of that. I couldn't. But when I said yes, mm -hmm. and I said I walk in purpose, mm 
Mm -hmm. I'll do what you told me to do. My body came back into alignment. Not just my, my body, but my mind wow. came back into sync. And I wasn't everywhere. I was able to sleep. And my mind wasn't running. Oh, now, now I, I deal with psychology. Wow. But my mind was not running at night anymore mm -hmm. to where I was able to sleep. Wow. I was able wow. to rest because it's one thing to sleep. Okay. That's right. That's right. But it's another thing to be able to rest. Mm -hmm. And that's what I wasn't doing. But when I finally yielded to what God wanted me to do, wow. rest came. My body stopped aching. I lost weight. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Because I, I was fighting to lose weight. But I couldn't even do that because I wasn't fulfilling what God had told me to do. And there has to be a balance. There has to be a balance in our spiritual life as well as our natural life. So yes, blood pressure, obesity, all that can be an issue mm -hmm. when you are not doing what you're supposed wow. to do. Yes. Now, now, hey, uh, now, hey, I'm, I'm gonna go off script for, for a, a minute, be, because I got a question for, for, okay. for you. Uh, is this? Um, the body of Christ. Just, just, just in the the body we we was in the uh, Church of God Pentecostal, mm -hmm. we had a lot of phenomenal preachers, mm -hmm. a, a, a a lot of great leaders, but 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 now we we experience loss real early, mm -hmm. and and and. And it was because of, I mean, a balance of the stress level. Of, I, I mean, hey, hey, uh, hey, and 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 if we don't really look at that, you you can't run the full race if it if you are are weighted. I mean. I guess my our question is, is this talk, talk about how that will will affect the 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 body of Christ naturally as well as spiritually. OK, I think I think um, a part of that uh, and I need to I need to bring in. Uh, a little scripture, a parable, okay. um, just to explain what I'm trying to say. Okay. Uh, God gave, uh, well, in the parable, the 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 guy that was going off on the trip gave one five talents. Okay. okay. He gave another two. Okay. He gave another one. Okay. He knew the the one that had the five could uh -huh. handle the five. Correct. Mm. He knew that the one that hand, had the two could handle the two. <laughs> with the one, he knew him too. And right. so my, okay. my point is God knows what we can handle. Wow. If we put too much on ourselves, more wow. than what God has purposed for okay. us, wow. then we will be overweighted. Now, wow. What I can handle and what the next man can handle may not be the same thing. Correct. So you can't give his load to me or my load to him 
We have to carry our own load. And it may seem like what's on me should weigh me down. But if I'm in my purpose, God fit me to carry the load that I'm carrying. That's awesome. And so what happens a lot of time in, in churches is there's no, let me change that. There is sometimes a lack of consulting God about mm. what carry mm-hmm. uh, before putting an extra burden on that person. Wow. And so if we allow God to be the purpose giver for mm-hmm. his creation, yeah, then like we can be able to uh, carry the load that he intends for us to carry. Uh, people look at me and they say, Bishop, I don't know how you're not stressed. I don't know how you're not. Well, I tell them God gave me broad shoulders, um, meaning he He equipped me with what I need to carry the load that he's given me. Wow. Wow. Which which will in in turn that that's why you don't have high blood pressure. That that is why we don't have all of these issues. And and a and and a really you 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 will have longevity Mm -hmm. as long as you stay in that purpose. But but now however if a person goes outside of that purpose let let's talk about that. People have issues. That's because you were not designed to yep. handle that you were not equipped yep. to handle that so then you're going to have some issues so so now hey how do we help a person who is not designed <laughs> he said <laughs> good luck i mean really really how i think i think we have to explain to them although a donkey and a horse look similar. Man, come on. They're not the same. Oh, Lord. A donkey is built to carry a load. That's a wow. beast of burden. Wow. A horse is built for speed. Exactly. Although they look the same or close to the same, they're not the same. No, no. That's a good example. Uh, and so if we can get to... You can, you can, well, just make sure you uh, give me credit for it. <laughs> but if we can get the horses to understand that they're built for speed wow. and the donkeys to understand that you're built to carry a, a load and stop trying to, you know, have the horse in the Kentucky Derby. You, I mean, the, the, the donkey in the Kentucky Derby, he's not going to win. Wow! wow. <laughs> not, know, built, so. not built for it. Don't have the legs for it. Don't have exactly. the, the the speed for it. And wow. I think that's what a lot of us. The thing is, I think a lot of us, and and you can chime in. A lot of us see something uh-huh. on somebody else, uh-huh. and we think it looks good. Uh huh. And then you want what? Wow! What what they got? You but you cut. don't understand. Uh-huh. What first of all, what I went through to get to this place. Yeah. Because it was a building of me in the process. Yes. Like I tell people when my husband passed, I didn't understand 
the journey. I didn't understand that it was a purpose behind it. All I thought is I got the wrong stick at the, the end of the stick. That's how I felt in the beginning. But as I saw uh, what God was doing in my life, then I understood, okay, this is part of his plan. But people were seeing me like, man, I want, yeah, I want what you got, but you didn't understand, you don't understand the story of what it took to get here. And I think a lot of times people see you uh -huh. and they see how well you look yeah. and how well you carry it. Well, if you can yeah. carry it, then wow. I can carry wow. it. But you didn't go through what I went through. What I went through to get this to in order to be able to carry it. What do you think about that? I agree with that. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, a lot of people, you know, the struggles that people go through uh, to get where they are are real. And people want to see the fame. They want to see that high place without going through the low place to get there. Mm. Another thing is as well, if I'm carrying something that I'm supposed to carry, I can make it look easy. Yeah, people's like, why do you make that? And, and, and people will look at that uh -oh. and think that the job is easy because uh -oh. I made it look easy. Right, right. They'll feel like, okay, I can carry that too. Uh -huh. Well, if you're not built to carry what I'm built to carry, wow. it is not going to be easy for you. It's right. going to weigh you down. Right. It's going to weigh you down. Yeah, yeah. And so... You know, that's, you know, trying to carry somebody else's burden. It, wow. You know, uh, my dad, my dad was my hero. <laughs> he made preaching look easy. Yes, he, he made pastoring look easy. Ooh, Jesus. You sure and right. some people looked at him as like, oh, I can pastor too. No, not if you don't have what he had, not built like he was built, then you can't do the same job. Uh -huh. Unless God equips you for it. So it, it all goes back to being in your purpose. What did God design you for? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. If you're not designed for that, then don't yeah. carry that. It's going to be heavy for you. Yeah. And it plays a, a part on your mental. It plays a, a part on your physical. Mm -hmm. It plays a, a part on your emotional and it plays a part and it, i think people yeah. don't understand it also plays a part in your family yes when oh you have stepped out of that's another good your one. purpose and have tried to enter somebody else's mm -hmm. it affects the dynamics of your home wow mm -hmm. and i don't think people really understand it. and we always you know we look at the church arena mm -hmm. but even when it comes to your household wow and you're not doing what you have been purposed to do, it affects even your home life. And I don't mm -hmm. think people really understand mm -hmm. that even in the body of Christ, that when I try to care, now I, I can't do what apostle does, mm -hmm. nor do I want to. But if I would try, it would affect my household, my children, because they'd be like, mom, this ain't, this is all, it would cause chaos. Exactly. Wow in the home when you're not when you're trying to carry somebody else's load yeah mm -hmm. and not just your physical body but it affects your natural house yeah yes so well i mean hey and 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 then the the uh the uh scripture tell us that uh i would that she prosper mm -hmm. and be in what good health, good yeah. health. 
even, meaning have a balance, even mm -hmm. as your soul prospers. Mm -hmm. So, so hey, that that is good. But he also tells us he will never put more on us than we can bear or we can handle. So stop picking up stuff that you can't. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and uh -huh. I don't understand because I tell people I don't. I done been through enough struggles that I don't want no more. Mm -hmm. I've been through enough hard times uh -huh. that I don't need no more. So I'm not taking on somebody else's load because I don't like the weight. I don't. I don't mm -hmm. do. Good. I don't do good with the weight. And I tell them I don't do good with emotional ups and downs. I don't do good with that. I don't do um, roller coasters. Yeah. I tell people mm -hmm. I don't do roller coasters. I don't do natural ones, and I don't do spiritual ones because I don't do good. So don't yeah. pick up something. Uh -huh. That God has not intended you to carry mm -hmm. because you are, and and then you get disappointed. Oh yes. And then you think God wronged you. Well, no, God didn't wrong you. He didn't want you to carry that because it That's wasn't right. meant for you. And now you got to go back. You have to go back. And then first of all, you're gonna say, "Lord, I'm sorry because you didn't make you. Didn't, That's not what you wanted me to do." Repent. Now That's I it. need you to help me. Uh huh carry just what you told me to carry yeah. and then when you carry it it will look real good on you yes and, and, and in that you have to be willing to open your mouth to your spiritual leaders because sometimes the spiritual leader hasn't thought about what your purpose is purpose they just is know we need a pastor for this church can you go over Come there and pastor because you're a preacher? Well, wow. not every preacher is a pastor. Come on, Somebody sir. Be evangelizing. Come on, you know, sir. Somebody's supposed to be, you know, uh, an apostle. Somebody's supposed to be a Come prophet. On. And mm -hmm. if you're out of your place, then you wow. you, you got to be able to tell your leaders that are over you. Look, I understand that church needs a pastor. But God did not create me as a pastor. I need and to say that. Say, I, that, ain't, that ain't my, I'll tell Apostle yeah. in a minute, that ain't my calling. Mm -hmm. I ain't been called to pick that up and I ain't going to care. If he, he know me because <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll be like, hey, uh, that ain't me. I ain't called to do, I ain't called to do that. I cannot handle that. And, but that's where the, the leader has to be, have an ear to hear. You have to have yeah. a spiritual help. Well, the, well the, the leader has to be able to say, listen, yeah, yeah. to be able to remember, to be able to say, I I know that what you want me to do, but that's not what God is calling me to do. And the pastor mm -hmm. or the leader be okay yes. with that. But we got some leaders that ain't okay. We're going to be honest. That ain't going to look. I know that you, and some leaders will say, I know you ain't been called, but I just need you to do this for me, just for a little bit. Oh, I just need you to fill it in for a little bit. Come on. Uh -uh. Just be just no, but you have to be able to say, I, I understand, and we're gonna pray that the Lord send or or yeah. show me right. or send the person to me and say the yeah. Lord is telling me that's the role that I'm supposed to oh, be wow. in. That's what I've been called to do. Wow. Yes. And not just put people in place just because you see and you see the gift on them, but that mm -hmm. might not be the what they're supposed to do. You might be gifted to preach, but not because a leader, mm -hmm. a pastor's job is to keep the sheep. Mm -hmm. He's he knows how to to preach to the multitude of what's in the house. Mm -hmm. yeah. Evangelist goes out and he can preach, 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 but he can't hold people in the house. Exactly. 
That's sure what a pastor is, is to do. So you can't right. set an evangelist mm -hmm. as pastor of the house because his flock won't stay. That's right. So it is important that you people have to know positions that God has set them in. Right. I can't be a hand and I'm right. made to be a foot. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Or a shoulder. You have to know. And this is where he was talking about in the beginning, having a spiritual ear to hear. Yes. What God is telling you to do, what he has positioned you to do, what your purpose is in him. Now, mm -hmm. do you feel that there is also, now I do, and I'm going to say that I feel that there's also a spiritual purpose and a natural purpose that we have? I think they work together. I think they work together because if, if you're in your natural purpose, I think that if you... Or, or, I mean, you have to be yielded, I believe, in order to get there. Um, but once you're there, don't forget about the spiritual part of it. Because and I think about people like Michael Jordan. You know, God gifted him with some physical ability that just, you know, is, is just great. Um, and that gave him that ability has given him influence. Yes. Now, what do you use the influence for? For, right. You know, right. you can use the influence to help drive people to their purpose, or you can use the influence to make shoes and make money. Wow. I mean, what are you going to use your influence for? So I think the natural should aid the spiritual. And the spiritual should, should, you know, it should be reflective one of the other. And that I and good. I think that's sometimes that's I think what frustrates me mm -hmm. just a little bit when we see the potential that you have and how you have the eye of the people, but you don't give any glory back to God. You don't you don't let it flow over into the spiritual, mm -hmm. and we forget. I don't think we necessarily forget. I'd say we don't. Some people don't care that you have a creator mm -hmm. and he's given you this ability. Wow. He's given you this opportunity, but you don't share it with him at all. Mm -hmm. And I, that's where I get frustrated with individuals because you have such an amazing opportunity, have such amazing gift, but you don't give no glory back to the creator. And he's the one that gave you the gift. Right. I mean, can you imagine if Michael Jordan would get on or, or any any basketball player just hum that has this type of influence would humble himself and say, you know what? God gave me this. I wouldn't be anywhere without God. And I want every young person that looks wow. up to me to give glory to God in your lives. Find wow. your purpose and give glory to God in your life. That yeah. could change a whole generation of our you young people. Yeah. Not on the street, but in the church. Not on the street corner, but in the church. Because somebody spoke to their soul and told them, give glory to God for what they got. Yeah, That wow. could change so much. Yeah, it could. And, and to, for him, for anyone to be able to tell somebody that you have purpose. Yes. That God has designed you mm -hmm. for a reason. Mm -hmm. You're not just here to be here, just walking around in a body. There mm -hmm. is a purpose for your life. If somebody that had that much influence 
And they are, they do, they have so much influence over so many young people. I wanna be people, I wanna be yep. Michael Jordan, or mm -hmm. I wanna be um, James Bryant, whatever his name is, Brian James. Yeah, mm -hmm. I wanna be him, mm -hmm. but you don't, they don't say anything mm -hmm. to these young people and not even just them, but what about Tamla Manns and, yes. and these different ones? We see you in no disrespect, we see you sing. But have you talked to any young people say, hey, God's got a purpose for wow. your life. Wow. He's got so much more for you than what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Come back to God. Let God use you. Come from, be the difference in, in yes. the world. Yes. Be the difference in the world because you, you're, you're doing, we see you, you have this, and I'll say soapbox, mm -hmm. to do so much to tear down the enemy's kingdom. And I said this, I think, on our last podcast, if we as believers, supposed to be believers, come together mm -hmm. and we encourage one another and we push one another, what we could do to the enemy's camp, how we could tear down his kingdom, if we would just come together as a body and wow. tell the young people, not just young, but the old too, because they do and they do and they all little stuff too. Come on, God has got a purpose for you. And I remind them all the time, you're going to go back to the creator eventually. Exactly. Whether you see death or the trumpet sounds, you're going to see the creator one way or another, and you're going to have to answer. And if we could, as a body, just encourage them to turn back to God, to know that they have a purpose in God. Oh, wow, man. I, I, I am just soaking all of this up <laughs> because really, this is really, really good. And, um, and, and it really now, Hey, from a professional point of view, um, could you talk about how, how to be mentally you can't have purpose with without being mentally stable mm -hmm. with with without being physically stable with 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 without being healthy i mean i mean healthy as far as mine as as far as your state of being could 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 you just eat elaborate on 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 that some well this is the thing everybody has purpose uh -huh. everybody has purpose right. but finding where what your purpose is that's right. that's the key and right. then having the mental uh uh health and i, I differentiate between mental health and mental uh -huh. illness there are okay. some that do not have a diagnosed mental illness out of okay. them okay. five, but their mental health is not well. You know, huh. so uh, okay. mental health encompasses more than just when you're sick, just like physical health encompasses more than okay. when you have a cold or an illness. So, oh, okay. so mental health, to me, I think we have to do not not just get in our purpose but allow make sure we take the time 
to be in a place where we experience lucidity or, or clarity. Mm -hmm. and, and for me, you know, I'm, I, the Lord has blessed me to retire. And one of the things that I've said um, that I was going to do, and I, I actually started before I retired. Okay. I figured out what gives me lucidity. And okay. for me, it's traveling. And sometimes in the travel is being by myself. And yeah. so yeah. every, not every Friday, but almost every Friday now, I get in my truck and I hit the road. I okay. get out of the urban and suburban parts of Mobile County and I hit, I go for the countryside. Oh, wow. And I drive and I listen to music while I'm driving uh -huh. and the clarity just comes back. Oh, the lucidity wow. just comes back. And so I'm able to uh, work things out while I'm doing this. I've been a, a, a cruiser uh, since 2008. Me and my wife go out on the cruise ship and we go to the Caribbean or, you know, next year we plan to go to Alaska. Okay. So much lucidity when I travel and get by myself put the phone in the locker and I just yeah. spend that time enjoying the creation of God. Wow. And that's what I do when I travel. I see, you know, trees and grass or when I'm on the boat, I see all of that water. I was like, Lord, you walked on this. Wow. When, I, when I'm in the air and I'm flying and I, okay. I saw, you know, I, I, I don't know if I shared it with you, uh, Pastor uh, Arnell, but oh. One time I was flying and uh, I, I love seeing the clouds and, okay. and uh, I was above the clouds on this one flight and I took a picture out of the window and um, hmm, uh, when I took the picture, I looked at it and I said, yeah, that's nice. But then I thought, I say, Lord, I say, Lord, this is your territory up here. You created all this. This is your territory. Show me wow. something. And so I aimed the camera out the window again, and I took another picture. And that picture, less than a minute from the one that I just took, the Lord showed me this, I must say an angel, but this light being that, okay. was, that I could see just right off from from oh, wow. the plane in the clouds and it was absolutely beautiful i still have the picture on my phone matter of fact i'll okay. send it to you you know after yeah. the show so you can so yeah. you can see it Please do. Uh, you know just the creation of god and getting that place of lucidity where i can you know i'm connected and nothing gets in the way you know that's that's the, as you were saying, uh, Sister Alice, that's the rest um, that people miss sometimes when they go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they'll sleep for hours and wake up tired. tired. But if you can get that place of peace, that lucidity, that clarity, you know, you can get that. I get it on a drive sometimes, just, just getting away. It's good for my mental health. It's good for... Uh, oh. For, for clarity is good for okay. all of them. So in other words, he's saying stop. Take a stop, stop. moment. Take a stop moment. 
Pick a stop moment. Pause, pause, pause the button. Put a pause on it. Bishop, pull my strength. Put a pause on it. And, <laughs> and I think that's where, we're, because we don't do that, uh -huh. because we do that, I think that's why a lot of us get frustrated. Mm -hmm. That's why a lot of us deal with anger mm -hmm. issues or we mm -hmm. have snap moments. I call wow. them snap moments when you wow. just want to snap. We do need to learn how to pause and step away that we can get our minds clear. Wow. Because we 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 deal or handle with so many things yep. every day that we don't take time out for just you. Wow. And let your mind and I tell people, I tell my girls all the time, let your mind rest. Yes. Let your mind rest. And this is a time where when you talk about driving and getting away mm -hmm. or taking cruises, a time for your mind just to rest, just to settle. And yeah. then for God to really speak to you because everybody else, I know with me, everybody is talking to me all the time. Mm -hmm. All the time somebody's asking me questions or somebody is, hey, can you? And I'll be like, I even when I get home, I go in my room and I shut my door. I don't get no quiet moments because one, two or three is going to be top mama. So I don't get that. So that is one an opportunity where you have to step away. Wow. And you have to have those good. moments of just you and God and just, I tell them melt away. Let, let, and I tell the girls, I, I take a shower so I can melt away the day. So I could just kind of, but I don't get the piece in there either. <laughs> And so you have to find what works for you. It's it's like driving for me. I don't like driving. I drive yeah, one, it, it'll be one hour else. Monday through Sunday. So driving for me is like a uh, it's a chore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's what we need to take our take our lady tea, take our vacation. Let's go on to Nashville. Let's take our vacation and get away. And so we do. It is important. So for not the mental health diagnosis, but your own just mental well-being. Yes. It is important that you That's take what I meant. Mental, mental well-being. Well yes. That's it. Take it down. That's it. Take it down. Take a pause and wow. bring it in. And then I think not only that, then God is able to solidify some things yes. that you've been wondering about, that you've been mm -hmm. questioning about. Now you can get clarity Yes. on what God is telling you to do. So that's really what he's telling. Stop. Take a pause so you can get clarity wow. on what God is telling you to do, where God is sending you. That's important. Yes, it is. Mm. So you need so, you need the clarity moment. Pray my strength, Bishop. You need the clarity moment. Because <laughs> now, see me, I'm, I'm, he I'm a goer. He I don't a, stop. He need a clarity the moment. I told him. I'm, I just go. I told go, Lady go, go, T, go, go. I'm gonna pull his battery. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna take his. I'm gonna take the bat. I call him the Energizer Bunny. I said I'm gonna pop them batteries out the back out the back so he could take a down more because he does not and i no. tell him all and I, we joke me and lady t his wife we laugh about this all the time but he does not take a mental no. my, now my girlfriend in chicago Darina, she tells me all the time i'm taking a mental health day i'm gonna go to the spa mm -hmm. i'm gonna go get my nails done i'm going so i'm taking a mental health day take a mental health day well well <laughs> when i see for for me, my mental wellness time, my my place of lucidity is being busy. That might be 
that might be your 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 go to, but that's not your place of sitting. <laughs> you got to I get mean, to a, another place, and it it's simple as just spending time with your wife. It could be as simple as you know. Um, <laughs> Where my strength? Ooh. I will. I will. I, but yeah, I, you got to get away. I pray with Lady T all the time. Because I say he on a hundred pretty much all the time. A thousand. I said he ain't on a, on a hundred. He on a thousand <laughs> all the time. But I do I do encourage him all the time. Take take a take a down. It is important for just your overall well-being to take take a down and then to be able to hear mm -hmm. to yeah. hear God so much clearer. Yeah. Because you don't want to be like, well, Lord, was that you? No, no. Was, was you talking to me? No, Jesus. Take I it. Don't never want and to sometimes like you got to take it down. And it may be a day, two days before he tells you something, because you got to mm -hmm. filter all that stuff out of your mind wow. that you done dealt with all week or for the last two months. Ooh, Jesus. Look, Lord. <laughs> Help me, We're praying Jesus. for you, Apostle. We're praying for you. This is the thing. Once you flesh out and 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 take that down okay. and clear your mind, uh -huh. God is able to download more. Yeah. So much truth. Yeah. So true. Yeah. So now, enough about me. <laughs> <laughs> Get that blood pressure under control. <laughs> I think y'all trying to double team me. Wait a minute. Take a vacation. I love it. Lord vacation. and mercy. Take you and Lady T take a vacation. Take a vacation. So now, hey, our last question, Bishop, is how would you encourage those that are listening and viewing to this podcast about maintaining their mental wellness, their mental health, and overall well-being? Okay. Well, I know everyone that uh, is listening are probably in different stages of, um, of mental health. If I have uh, health on one end and, and, and stress on the other end, I believe that, you know, most people will find themselves somewhere in the middle, uh, you know, maybe closer to the stress level. And, okay. and so I would tell them, you know, See the scale, see the scale, even if you're seeing it in your mind, see the scale from health to, to stress and try to move that scale toward the health. All right. Because this is the thing. You only have one journey through here. You don't want that journey to be spent not being your best self. Mm. I, I tell people that are that are using substances, you know, you don't really want to go through your entire life high. There are mm. too many things to enjoy, and you need to have clarity of mind to be to be able to enjoy it. You need to be uh, sober minded to enjoy some of the beauty wow. in this world. I know we see the ugly on the news. I know we see the ugly, you know, uh, uh, sometimes just walking out our door. But there's more to life than just the ugly. Mm -hmm. Get to the place where you can see the beauty. And for to be able to see the beauty, you need that clarity. You need that clear mind. 
You need that clear mind space. And so I would say, you know, see the scale, know where you are, be honest with yourself and know where you are on that scale and know if I'm not getting good rest, it's it may not be the mattress. It's okay. probably the stress. And okay. so move, try to move yourself from the stress end of that scale back toward the health end of that scale. That is good. So in other words, let go. Let go of the stuff that you're trying to carry wow. and move your scale. And it's okay to let go. It is okay. And I tell people all the time, drop the baggage and, and know let it go. What, know which burden is not yours. Exactly. Know which, which one you're not supposed to be carrying. And the Lord will tell you because that's not his plan nor his desire for your life. I know that he had told me, I don't want you to stay in the place that you're in. This was just a part of the journey, but it's not a place that I want you to be stuck in. There's a part of my book that calls from my praise, from my from my pit to my praise to my purpose. And that's what God wants to take people from their pit to the praise to their purpose. So I want to thank you, Bishop Rodney thank King you, Jr. Bishop. for coming on Driven in Purpose. So you guys, thank you for joining us today. Yes. Remember to like, subscribe, and to share, download, and stay tuned for our next Driven in Purpose. God bless you. God bless God you. God bless you. Are we clear?